mute. Okay, guys, so we're live. So now time to share. Let's see. Then we could all share what we have. Yay. So now, we're sharing the Facebook. Mm -hmm. right? Yes. And all share what we have. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. There you go. So our friends can share it. And to whoever wants to share it, please do share. Tag people. Okay. To our dear friends and family, tag people. We are now live and we are broadcasting. So you can follow us right here, but eventually in the future, keep following us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Listen Notes, and BitChute, YouTube. Okay. Ready, guys? All right. So welcome, everyone. We are welcoming each other. So, and each of us is going to introduce ourselves and introduce our podcast in just kind of have and share it and connect with people out there. And I want to start with, usually like to start with, I have uh, this favorite, let's see if I could find it. Um, it's, it's really a roomy quote that says, raise your words, not your voice. Cause it's the rain that grows flowers, okay? And then there's another one that I like, and it's an African proverb that says, truth is like fire. You cannot hide it under dry leaves. <laughs> okay, so welcome again. And um, for all the different topics that we would share, we can just kind of keep sharing and if we have questions to each other and I'm going to make sure that I monitor also what people have to sh say to us on Facebook. Okay. Um, anyway, okay. Now let's begin with Chris, unless anyone wants to say hi to family and friends, go ahead. So yeah, great to be here with everybody today and thanks for coming and having us all collaborate together. And what I'm going to speak about today basically is SAGE, um, Science Advisory uh, Government Emer Emergencies is what basically it is in England. Okay, so that's what I'm going to talk about the topic area today. Uh, my podcast obviously is Mind Wars. Um, you can find me at mindwars.uk or you can go on the podcast itself. It's just anchor.fm forward slash mindwars. You'll find me on BitChute. You'll find me on YouTube. Although I probably won't be too much longer on YouTube because they seem to be banning me quite a lot. Any videos I put up lately. So, um, but you can also find me on other platforms. Um, that's a little intro as to what I'm going to talk about. So if everybody else wants to introduce themselves and then come back around to myself, and then I'll go for the three to five minutes or so that we, that we have. <laughs> Great. Hi, Chris. So if whoever's uh, next. Harmut, you ready to just introduce yourself and your podcast? Yes, I, I am. Thank you, Grace. Well, hello everyone. My name is Harpen Schumacher from Bavaria, Germany. My podcast is called Go Your Own Path. And the slogan is you never can overtake someone if you step in the footstep of him. So you have to uh, 
you have to go your own your, your own path you have to encourage yourself to do this and um, to get all the perception in order to understand the situation uh, what is going around you my topic today is chemical industry and uh, also computer industry and uh, the history and how they have um, changed our perception about uh, about life so if you want to if you want to uh, talk to me i have uh, i have a mailchimp page uh, go your own path and i'm also available on bitshoot and on youtube thank you thank you deb hi i'm deb deb silver and uh, my podcast is the songbook story club and whilst the songbook story club is focused on the great american songbook and how those songs affected people of my parents generations and younger and younger and younger um, it's it's brought me to an understanding that the legacy left by the great american songbook is a family legacy usually and or a memory legacy of people who may not be in your bloodline family but they are in your family of choice because people who like the same music tend to have a, a vibe and a bond together and um at this time my my conversation will be about the uh the essence of that family of choice or family of origin and what connects us whether it's music or other things and i'm going to be speaking about family and the importance of family chosen or blood in my speech <laughs> and uh, are you ready yes yeah, so I'm Irish, living in Poland for the last 13 years. My podcast is called The Awakening Podcast, where I have truth tellers, not whistleblowers, where I have truth instead of conspiracy theories, because a lot of the time we don't know what to believe, and we have the truth in the podcast as well as solutions. And today I'll be listening to what the others are saying, but I'll be giving solutions because we're, we're kind of living in funny times, and it's nice to know what to do. So, Grace, you might tell us what your podcast is about and what you're oh, going to talk about. <laughs> Thank you. So, my podcast is Quantum Nurse Podcast, Out of the Rabbit Hole from Stress to Bliss. And this is really a platform for holistic in conversations, insights of people, not just holistic experts in literally health professionals, but people who think bigger or outside than the traditional Western way of healing. And you could find me right on the same platform where all our my colleagues here are in Bitshoot, in, in YouTube, and um, just keep following. Who knows? We might have our own TV in the future, okay? So anyway, and um, so that's for me. And earlier, I, can, I, I know I prepared for Chris, but I just wanna show you Chris, information. <laughs> and could you let Anna in? Anna's waiting. Oh, yeah. Yes, Anna will we let Anna in. Hold on, guys. Testing. And there's Anna. And Can you hear me? Anna. Yes. <laughs> She's here. Okay, I'm happy now. Hi, everyone. Hi, Anna. Hi, Anna. Go ahead, Anna. Go talk a little bit about your podcast and just introduction okay hi everyone um i'm anastasia host of the bad mom podcast 
Uh, it's a platform where I let survivors of domestic abuse, sexual assault, any types of abuse tell their story and have a place to um, just, you know, tell their side of the story because usually victims are victim shamed. Um, and that also brings me to uh, my nonprofit that I'm building. It's called No Bad Kids and it's to educate children on how to not be victims of abuse and how to be successful people in the world, uh, kind of what we're lacking in our school systems and uh, just preparing our children for the future and to be leaders just like ourselves, not just be, you know, sheep. So we want everyone to just uh, be supported and not left behind um, because a lot of these kids come from single family homes where um, they're lacking values and um, just stability and um, anybody actually guiding them to be at their fullest potential. So um, I felt like I was lacking that when I became an adult. So I had to learn that all on my own, um, like culture shock. You're not in high school anymore. Now you have to be a mother. So I'm a mom of two kids. That's why I'm really passionate about it. And um, I'm very active on Instagram and um, I'm also a medical freedom warrior. So that's what my topic is today, how to preserve our um, medical freedoms and rights in this country. And I'm an immigrant from Kazakhstan. So I am a first generation American and I feel proudly um, about every right here. So that's what we're doing in New Jersey, by the way. So um, that's a little about me. I don't want to ramble too much. <laughs> thank you, Anna, and thank you, everyone. Let's just say hi to people. So no, I know there are some people um, watching us from the Philippines and from other states. Okay, and it's Peg, Rudy, George. So anyway, say hi to your friends. Say hi to our friends. Thank you so much. And yes, please share it right now for all of the, you watching because we want to reach as much people as possible. Okay. So, and whatever question you have, I'll, you know, I'll bring it to who, to the team. Okay. So yes, let's move forward, Chris. How do we share? I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, you have your, if you have your phone, um, the best way now is to have your cell phone with the muted and then go to my Facebook and from there share it. Okay. okay. And then all of you, dear viewers, please help us share it also from now. Once you share it by you, then it goes to your timeline and then you can continue. Okay. All right. Yes, Chris. So lead us to your conversation on sage yeah so i just thought sage was relevant to talk about today um seeing as i'm in england at the moment and i've been awake for the best part of 15 years so this is nothing new for me it's kind of more like a, a dot connector for people and to open people's eyes and minds to see actually what's behind the scenes and conflicts of interest so i thought it was relevant it's a quite a large topic so i will try and tone it down to the couple of minutes that i have to speak and if people need to ask questions later on they can do so um, and what it is basically is SAGE, it stands for Science Advisory Group and Emergencies. And they're here in England, basically under the guise of Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of the UK. And of course, Boris, every time he comes out on stage, will say, you know, we're guided by the science because we know Boris is only a script reader um, for the people that own him behind him. So basically, what interests my thing in SAGE was, um, there was a guy in it called Jeremy Farrer. And Jeremy Farrer is from the UK. And there's many people that took my notice when I, when I seen this group come around, but him in particular, because I'd done a video about 
seven months ago um, on Bill Gates and Ted Ross, the Director General of the World Health Organization. Of course, it got banned within a day or two from YouTube. But uh, what I'm about to speak about now on Sage, actually, this got banned only about two weeks ago. So um, you can have it listen for yourself and see what you think. But obviously, YouTube didn't like me. There wasn't that in bad setting. It's simply just connecting dots, showing the conflicts of interest and showing these people up for who they are. And of course, I've appealed to them, but they won't give me an answer as to why they took it down. So uh, <laughs> anyhow, we'll move on. Um, so the guy, Jeremy Farrer, that's in uh, Sage itself, um, it's worth noting that he's also the director of the Wellcome Trust. And for people who don't know who the Wellcome Trust are, they're basically, uh, like if most people know the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Well, the Wellcome Trust are like them for, for want of a better word or a better description. They're very like him. He's very cozy with Bill Gates. They, they have a long history together. The Wellcome Trust is actually a bigger organization, around longer, I should say, than the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, but they're not as funded, as, as heavy as the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So in the group, if you go back with Jerry Farrell, he's a director of that. He's also on the, the SAGE group here in England, you know, advising us, advising all the lockdowns and what should happen in England and all this. But it's also worth mentioning another topic a couple months and months ago was there's a group called the GPMB, and they stand for the Global Preparedness Monitoring Board. And last September, um, they actually brought out um, under notes documentation, like a, a yearly proposal that they do. And the documentation that they brought out, the front cover was called A World at Risk. And on the front cover was everybody going around in masks and coronavirus is on the front cover before this ever, you know, came out in China or anywhere else that I came out in, okay? It's actually worth knowing who's on the GPMB as well. It's none other than Anthony Fauci as a board member with Jeremy Farrer on that, on that same uh, board as well. And there's also another guy called uh, Dr. Christopher Eilis or Ellis, which is worth noting because he's also Bill Gates's right-hand man. <laughs> so these three on that board alone are just there and the, the head and the loan. So that came out in September. October, we know the event 201 came out, you know, by the World Economic Forum on behalf of Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Who was there again? Dr. Christopher L Ellis or Eilis belonged to Bill Gates. So that's another topic. I've covered event 201 before. I can't get into the little time I have now, but that's what that is at the moment. But if you actually go to Sage in itself, um, the top 20 people that are actually in Sage, the key influencers that are, you know, driving 65 plus million people here in the UK at the moment into lockdown, misery, closing businesses, suicide, the list goes on and on and on. The, one of the main guys on it is the chief medical officer, uh, Chris Whitty. So Chris Whitty, um, not too long back, got funded to the, to the tune of in the region of $40 million for a research project by, funded by Bill Gates, of course. And so that's another project there. You also have the, the other guy that's standing beside him is a guy called Sir Chris, uh, Patrick Valance. And Patrick Valance is next executive of the GlaxoSmithKline. So he still to this day has over 600,000 pounds worth of shares still with that company. So if you go through the actual top 20 itself, on that as well, of course, you had the Professor Neil Ferguson, um, which actually had to stand down last May from the board of Sage as well because of the, um, he broke his own rules. But of course, we know he's heavily funded by Bill Gates. He goes to the Imperial College. Gates massively funds the Imperial College here in London as well. So that the connections is everywhere. It ties back to Bill Gates. It goes on and on and on with connections. Um, it's also worth saying out of the top 20 people in that SAGE group that 11 of them work directly for the government. <laughs> so um, it's and also that the 12 of them, not including Patrick Valance or Chris Whitty, 12 out of 20 either have worked for vaccine companies or are funding or have been funded by researchers in the companies. So they've all ties to these vaccination companies as well. So none of these people obviously want us to come out of lockdown because 
they want a ROI, they want a return on investment. So it's in their benefit that they keep everybody in lockdown and keep, I've been calling it out since day one, this pandemic hoax as it is that goes through right from month after month. So that's just an insight in those. And as we know, Neil Ferguson, um, the guy who justified this pretty much to, to Boris, the absolute ludicrous um, projections that he done uh, back in March. And he said up to between 250 and 500,000 people in the UK uh, would die as a result of this so-called pandemic, right? So this is this, he, he, his model is completely out of touch with anybody worldwide. He's been, every model he's done for the past 20 years has been completely out of touch with everything. I'll give you one brief example. Back in 2005, he predicted that over 150 million people worldwide would die um, to bird flu. Um, and in fact, between 2003 and 2009, you had a grand total, 282 people died from it. So he's just a small bit out on that one as well, you know? So, I mean... The list goes on and on and on as far as the dot connection goes. It's also worth finally mentioning on the note of Sage itself is that um, there is no immunologist on the, the top 20. And there's actually more um, people that can modify your behavior inside, um, experts on statistics and experts on modeling, projection modeling itself, than there is virologists in, in the whole team. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if people can't see at this stage, you know, it, it's a hoax and it's total return on investment for these guys. Control, money, it goes on and on. But everything, as I say, the paper trail goes back to Bill Gates again, once once and once again. And he obviously was only over here in the UK doing a roundtable with uh, Boris Johnson two weeks ago. And um, Boris invited him for the, the roundtable meeting because he wanted to know what was the best way. And Bill Gates is your man to know how we can roll out the vaccination program here in the UK for uh, 65 plus million people. So... That, that's all I can I can say with that. I mean, I can go into Event 21, you can go into the WHO, how they're all connected to as well. Uh, and finally, I just want to mention one thing on, on the GPMB that I mentioned a few minutes ago is that the GPMB, as it says in the heading, Global Preparedness Monitoring Board, they're actually a preparedness monitoring for a so-called global health crisis that come about. But it's also worth mentioning on that, besides some of the people I mentioned on the board, was that they act as an independent body, but they're actually owned by the WHO and the World Bank. Yeah. So, which we know Bill Gates owns the WHO pretty much. So that's that's that kind of a dot connecting, eye opening for people as to what's kind of going on there, and that's driving the so called hoax of a pandemic here in the UK and worldwide. So that's my uh, couple of minutes or so for now. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing. That's so Thank insightful. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah. So I How guess that leads me into my in my side. Okay. Sorry, Grace, yeah, you going to say like, something? How, how, how do you connect it to your topic? So to my topic, um, so let me start off by how I got interested. Like I was already doing my own research and stuff. Um, I was um, really interested in holistic health. And as being a mom, I was trying to really protect my kids from everything like GMOs and stuff like that. So I got interested in like, you know, researching vaccines and the ingredients in them. Um, and so I, then I realized that my state was trying to remove religious, a religious exemption back in October of last year in 2019. And to me, you know, I know what herd immunity is and that kind of raised my eyebrows is like, why are you bothering the religious exemption people? Why, why, you know, we've reached herd immunity. We shouldn't have this threat, you know? And then, um, I started listening to people talk about, uh, the issues and attending rallies and stuff. And I realized I feel so left out because, you know, you should always question things like the safety of things. And, um, you know, it doesn't make sense to your values as, you know, a human being and uh, is in your best interest, especially if you have two little ones. 
and you are trying to protect them. So where um, I started linking the dots is like when Corona hit, right? Because they couldn't pass the bill to remove religious exemption because we had too many mothers and parents in general standing up for their medical freedoms and saying, no, you will not be injecting me with whatever you want. Um, we know that there's no liability for these um, vaccine companies. Right. Um, so if something happens to us, it's, you know, sorry, whoops. And that's not okay with me. So I'm not okay with a 90% effective vaccine to be jabbed into me uh, later on without my consent. I'm not okay with that. And uh, I'm gonna keep fighting at the state level and uh, the local level. Now, um, I want all the listeners, at least in America, to be aware of the Freedom Angels organization. And I've been working with them to organize on these local levels, but um, most of them are in California because California is under attack really bad. And the parents there are basically pulling their kids out. The same thing is happening in New York and New Jersey. So these are the fighting grounds and we happen to live here. So we love our states and we're gonna fight for our liberties in the states that we live. We will not be pushed out, which is what's happening right now people are leaving. So they don't want to be subjected to this. Um, I wanted to show you uh, Freedom Angels, right? So the way you can contact them, um, they will, they're very much organized and maybe they have uh, uh, other people that they can link you with if you're outside of the US because um, they're working with attorneys and other organizations just to mobilize and uh, stand up not not do anything on a non-peaceful level we're just trying to like preserve our liberties as americans and we have to do that we have to organize um and we have to hold our uh, public officials accountable and make sure that they're looking out for our best interests so if you do want to uh, connect with freedom angels you can uh, email them at freedom angels 2.0 at um protonmail.com and um, also there is if you like them on Facebook they will connect you to the um, to their chat and stuff and you can just connect and um, I guess on a county level build your um, build up your troops I don't want to call it that because we're all like just trying to preserve our liberties really that's the most um, important part of it mm -hmm. We are paying attention. We are smart. We're not going to be fooled. Mm -hmm. Thank yeah. you, Anna. And before we move on, <clears throat> we have a when when you were talking, Chris, there was a question here, and it says, "Isn't that what the Moderna and Pfizer vaccine is for?" And of course, greetings again from other countries like Belize and from Amsterdam. Okay. So that's how far we have reached people. So uh, any any of you, Anna or Chris, can answer that and says they're talking about you know um, that Pfizer vaccine and the Moderna. Well, well, or anyone sure. who wants to make uh, additional information, feel free. Yeah, I wasn't sure. What are they asking on it, or what did they want to know about it? <laughs> 
Chris, they were, the one was making a comment when you talk about, he said, isn't that what you, when you spoke about the vaccine, is it that Moderna and Pfizer vaccine? Yeah, I mean, there's AstraZeneca, there's a whole collaboration of them, and, and here in England, of course, with the Imperial College and uh, Oxford University, they're two of the forerunners here trying to rush the, uh, a vaccine to market as quick as they can and get it under, uh, you know, emergency exemption laws as well. So they're all at the forefront trying to get either it's Moderna, AstraZeneca, Pfizer. I mean, the list goes on and on as to how many of them you can actually go through. But yes, they're all they're all connected into the into the same area as well. The same culture pretty much run the whole ship in the background anyway. So regardless of which one you 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 get, or well, I know I won't be getting. I know anybody here won't be getting it either. So uh, not a hope on earth. Not a, not on my deathbed will I be getting a Bill Gates vaccine. <laughs> no, me neither. And and what you're saying is, yeah, they're trying to use the emergency um, exemption to say you need this, and it's for the better. Yeah. It's for the greater good. So yeah. that's where um, we have the New York Bar Association that just basically recommended it. Uh, for every man, woman, and child in the state of New York. So wh what happens in New York, we know happens in New Jersey. What happens in New Jersey also happens in California. And who's running these states and what public officials are, uh, you know, holding our lives accountable. They're not, they're not accountable for anything they do. So no liability. We have to hold them accountable. accountable. And um, just have to kind of educate others about it too like it should be up to you this is your you know this is your body your choice right so just gotta keep saying that and no for the greater good i will not wear a mask i will uh, do as i fit for my family and if i choose to wear a mask it'll be my choice you know and if i choose to get the vaccine it'll be my choice my educated choice and um i i believe for the same for every individual on the, on the planet and Gabriela Guzman Sanabria, she's also a podcaster, and she said from this first December, it will be obligatory to use a face mask in all public places. And this is in Amsterdam. It sucks. He said, I can't believe it. At this moment, almost nobody uses a mask in the supermarket. But fortunately, there are critical voices that have podcasts. Mm -hmm. So that's Thank you, Gabriella. Thank you for your encouragement. Okay. So, um, Deb? Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm Deb Silver, and I have the Songbook Story Club podcast. And my topic today is about the essential, essential medicine of family, whether it's blood family or chosen family. And I am a huge follower of... of amazing people like Chris and Anna who are on the front lines and, and Roy and Harmut who are really on the front lines of, of, of bringing information to light. And I really, you know, I, I, one of the things I have to say is that I believe we are in a war. I believe there has been a biological warfare committed upon us. And I believe that this has all been planned and I am, I am a, I'm a person that believes in the pandemic, you know, which for want of a better description. And the hoax, it's not a hoax. It's a deliberate, uh, deliberate warfare against humanity. That is how I feel, just so that I say what I have to say about that. Now, if it's war, 
we can all say that we're going to fight to the death and not, you're not going to stick that in me. You know, as David Icke says, they're going to have to drag me kicking and screaming. Um, and I too, like him, have chosen not to travel outside of my area because there's too many restrictions. There's too much, there's too many restrictions. So what's it's brought me to is how to survive this. Now I will survive by the team that I join and I'm joining you know all of your teams and I know which side I'm on but there is a massive problem and that is that we are losing facial recognition from children to parents from old people lost the sense of direction that I see my elderly parents not having when the mask is on there is critical and crucial balance. There is so many, so many things that actually are being taken away from us by the masks and limiting our social risk exchanges where you would walk into somewhere you don't know or go somewhere you don't know and try and reach out. Okay, so my, my, my whole point is that we are in a war, I believe, and what we must do is retain as much power internally, emotionally, psychologically, physiologically, chemically, you know, electronically. <laughs> we are electricity, we're water and electrons, right? So, so what we have to do, and the way we get that as humans is by, we, we have touch, feel, we, you know, I find your part is what I'm saying. We have to find our part and stick with them, not just because, you know, they say we should be afraid of co, I can't even say the word, can I? He who shall not be named. Um, they say we should be afraid of it, but it's because they are afraid of it and they have removed themselves from association with us. So now that's the us and them part of it. And I have to find my us's and stick close and get the kind of loving, hugging, breathing, facial movements and looks and jokes and shouting and whatever, you know, to stay in being a human being and not being subject to a reduction of my capacities because my mouth is closed, my nose smell is closed, my my ears have something even pulling them and it's a change of sound. My eyes have something in their peripheral vision. So, so many of my senses are being offended and shifted. And I am really just asking everybody to make essential these 10 to 20 people. I mean, 20 is a lot. You might not find 20, but five to 10, 10 to 15 people that you can hang with grapple with, tussle with, do each other's hair, anything. And um, get a dog. Um, because because this time right now, and what, what comes to mind, I've been watching Holocaust uh, documentaries and movies and stuff, and the ones that made it had the survival instinct because what was going on was going on and what is going on is going on. And there are too many people that know, but nothing can be done right now. Nothing is really big and shifting, but we have to stay with our voices and keep trying to be heard. And 
we're in the war and so we have to have hope we have to work with forgiveness with our families like in the most extreme excruciating ways of a full acceptance and i'm not saying i'm resigning to the fact that we're at war but what is happening now is all of those senses and sensibilities need to be brought back to engagement level because even what we're doing right now is binary you know and uh they already got the music on the binary and took live music away. <laughs> so I'm just really a proponent of hanging with your family of choice, family of origin, healing the wounds, get over your shit and get on with it and bond and make love, you know, happen wherever you can because it's happening. And, and and stick with the winners and this lot are all winners so signing off thank you debbie thank you yeah and uh all good tips all perfect uh, scenario that you shared and because you're a singer you know what reminds me also deb is about sound therapy hydroacoustic therapy is getting big right now mm. the words we use the way we say it the songs these are all hidden so thank you for bringing up that they cut all the live the live entertainment and and it's not totally that nothing we can do right now is one big thing so everyone thank you so much and someone is did i mention about that she's called, she's watching from belize and she sends regards from Toledo, Toledo, Belize in Central America. Okay, so <laughs> and uh, who's ready next? Um, Harrod? Yes, uh, Deb, I really appreciate what you said because this is the real target of these people, what they want to destroy. Yeah, because um, I like this book from the Vatican Assassin from Eric John Phelps in which he describes the rise of the fascist nationalism state in Germany and the communist states in China and Russia. And um, fascism and uh, nationalism and communism is the, is the two sides from the same coin. And um, they want to, and the interesting thing is um, they, planted, they planned it a long time ago. For example, um, they know exactly for they wanted to destroy the families, and they destroyed it by a technique, which is um, ideo ideological subversion or psychological warfare, and it takes twenty five years in order to do this. So they implement a, a country with this ideology, and then they demoralize the people because if someone is very demoralized he is not able to see the fact and see the truth he is he's only complete in his ideologies this is something what uh, what they planned for many many years and uh, as i said i wrote i will talk about the chemical industry and the computer industry and uh, the situation is that um, the whole world changed um, in the year 1963, when uh, Bayer Hooks and, nine, and um, 1863 and 18, yeah, 1863 and 1865, Bayer Hooks and BASF, the third, the three biggest chemical companies in Germany were established, 
and they wanted to establish uh, it by copying the nature. And after finding the possibility, for example, to establish aspirin from a willow tree by copying the nature, they worked with the legal principle and all the, the executive board manager called them the Council of Gods themselves. And uh, they made many, many uh, new inventions. And in 1877, they brought the German patent law um, in a bill so that it exists as a law. And with this patent law, they wanted to establish or they created the First and Second World War in order to uh, conquer the world by implementing the patent law worldwide. And uh, the 76 million people who died in the First and Second World War was only collateral damage for this. Thanks. Yeah, so this is what the people need to understand and, and that the people and that the, um, that Germany where the fascism was, where the, where the nationalists were, we had many Nuremberg war crime tribunal, uh, tribunals, but we had not only one, we had 13. And in the number six, it was a war crime tribunal against the executive board managers of um, IG Farben, which is today Moderna. Ah. That's very mm -hmm. interesting, yeah? Mm -hmm. So, and interesting is that all these executive board managers became, um, came in prison for seven to 10 years. And then after that, in the Federal Republic of Germany, they were implemented in the councils and the executive board management of the same companies again. <laughs> and all the political and the complete politicians in Germany are run uh, by the chemical industry. The complete European Union is run by the chemical industry. Wow. Because in the second, uh, the, um, the IG Farben, which was established in 1926-27, it has 80,000 employees, 11 billion rice mark, which is today $44 billion of value. And they have implemented an office in Berlin which, with which they could um, plan the, the war General Plan Ost, General Plan East, in order to conquer Russia. And this office still exists in Brussels. So there is the European Commission, which is a commission that someone is elected, that's it. And you have the parliament and they don't have anything to say. Yeah. So the situation is, if we are talking about chemical industry or if we talk about the measurements in Europe, then we talk about uh, the chemical industry, which is based in, in France and in Germany, Sanofi in France and Germany, uh, Bayer and BIZ. And these two run the business in Germany together with Pfizer in America. Yeah. And uh, they have implemented yeah, the whole structure and uh, together with, uh, with the World Economic Forum and the Chinese, they run the world and they want to implement a left side, uh, a socialist plan. And this socialist plan was in America also implemented in the 1970s. By him, by training or by changing the the ideology of many human rights people to a communist thing, and this is the reason why there are so many people in the Western world demoralized, and they have not the possibility to understand the truth. And, and uh, the situation is 
that the computer industry is works for the same people. So the computer industry and the pharmaceutical industry work together. Hmm. And um, today I found a very interesting article. Well, let me say something about demoralization. So the demoralization takes um, it takes only 25 years, one generation, in order to educate it completely differently, so that for for example, family values have no value anymore. Right. Yeah, right. this has happened since the 70s. So I'm the first generation, or we are the first generation who who was educated like they wanted to have us. And um, then, and this is very interesting. After this, there comes the destabilization, and the destabilization is is um, takes two to five years, and this has to do something with the economy of a country, with the foreign relations, and the funding system. And this is very interesting because at the moment uh, there are so many uh, movements in Europe. This is unbelievable concerning military. On the other side, the foreign relations are completely cut. We cannot come, we cannot um, travel to other countries, and the economy went down. And then comes the crisis, and the crisis takes normally five to six weeks, so that the economy is completely gone. So in our case, it takes eight months. And then comes the normalization, but the normalization is a, is a very cyn cynical word used by um, by uh, Leonid Ilyich Brezhnev when he, when uh, the tanks stand in Prague in in, Czech, in the Czechoslovakia, he said, "Now we have the normalization." Mm. This is what they plan. And um, I saw today a very interesting article on. News.news.bitcoin, uh, in which is mentioned that uh, that Bill Gates has yeah has made a patent on the 20th June of 2019, and this is very interesting, where he used human bodies as a cryptocurrency mining machine. So oh, this wow. this is this is very strange. I think many people don't understand this at the moment for the first time. You must understand at the moment the cryptocurrency we think all cryptocurrency is uh, a computer, like laptop or something like else. The interesting thing is a cryptocurrency server is normally in Iceland because it takes so much energy. For example, a normal house takes four thousand kilo four thousand or four kilowatt. Yeah, you know, four thousand kilowatt. That's it. And, and one transaction in currency takes 2.33 gigawatt, 1 billion watt, in order to make one transaction. It's, in, it's unbelievable. Why? Because of the security system, I don't know. But, 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 they are in, but this is the reason because of the servers are standing in northern part of the world, in Iceland or in Sweden or anywhere. And now my Bill Gates or Microsoft got the idea, okay, Let's do it this way. We implement a chip in the body of human beings and then subconsciously by their actions, by their thought, by their way of thinking, they create currency mining. They create currencies because we are energetic. Yeah. And, interesting. and this makes sense because on the 20th June of 2019, he has established this currency 
And in October 2019, there was the event 201. And then the pandemic. So the, the interest is to vaccine us in order to get the cryptocurrency in us, or that we produce the cryptocurrency by watching TV, by watching advertisements, by doing our job. If we stand, if we stand, if we meditate and make the, and for example, and try to make the connection to God, no money. <laughs> and um, this is the comp, and you can go on the on the, on the side of uh, if you look for on the DuckDuckGo side, um, currency mining news .bitcoin, you can find the article, which was mentioned there on the twenty sixth of March, two thousand twenty. Yeah. And um, the situation is, it's all about control. And um, the spiritual thing is, it's all about creation. And okay. what I want to say is, so that's, that's a little bit positive, in the, in the time what we have right now, it is very important that we don't act like monkeys. Because monkeys, they have their focus not on some one thing, they focus runs in one direction and the other and they be and they make a lot of movements without any sense so the only thing to to well to solve this problem is to to remember that we are human beings and that the potential is that we have to possible possibility to reconnect us to the source and to act as human beings and be, and this creation is stronger than their willing their will to control. Yes. Thank you, Harmut. And I, thank you. I have comments here. Okay. He says, okay, first, um, this is from Arzu from uh from South America. Anyway, from Belize, right? Okay, so Arzu said every war is just a tale wagging dog wagging the dog okay and she said it's all monsanto and she said you speak the truth about pharmaco and he said that um it's turning people into money beyond commodity and george says computers are needed to process the process the crypto exchanges and it needs massive amounts of power and there are computer farms, massive servers. It makes sense to be in Iceland as they need massive power to cool them up, cool them down. So anyway, that's you know that's the comments while you were talking, Harlot. Okay. Yeah. The, the, there's a heating problem as well because the servers need so much energy. They have such a heating problem that it could be that it could affect the climate change. <laughs> that's true actually i'm getting into um exchanging uh bitcoin and forex and uh i that was a fun fact i never knew there was massive amounts of servers and computers actually doing this and um if you want more yes, information contact me because um i'm in i am academy and they're teaching me how to Brilliant. do it it's pretty amazing so I, I was messaging the viewers that if, because I don't want to 
I don't want them to think that we're the only ones who may have solutions. So I said, let say if you have any solutions, send it in. <laughs> so make a right. comment. So I'm, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> so, um, and all of us, all of you already have spoken on, you know, basically it's, it goes down to self care again. I'm a strong proponent of self-care. All my life, I've always done self-care from my childhood till now. Why is that? Because I'm always, I'm always ready for any kind of difficult situation. Okay, mm -hmm. so I'm always ready, whether it's Me too. within my own little community or in a bigger community. So, and but I'm coming from all those over 40 years of experience of taking care of myself with a baseline and foundation from indigenous healing or indigenous mindset. So first, I, it never, I never was convinced, even when I was young, that there's no solution that's ready within the community for anything. And that's when it comes to health. So like, just like the animals, right? They know how to gather little things, little nuts, little herbs, little plants, little worms right in their community. So I thought that would be my role as well. So then from United, from Philippines, I came to United States. So now I have to slowly adjust and adapt and learn the plants here, the people here, the community here, because that's all my self-care. I have to, not that I have a an addiction to belonging, but that I know that to be healthy, it's a part of a network. And my indigenous mind brings me to mushroom network. You know, the mushroom is like nothing can destroy the mushroom. It goes underneath, it goes into, it's the ugliest place, muddy place, dead place, and from nothing. And he said, and science proves that that there is no such thing as nothing. <laughs> so the nothingness actually is a fertile ground for a lot of possibilities. So that's what I think. With that mindset, I always seek medicine from wherever I am, natural medicine. And I was trained as a nurse in the Philippines, but again, my indigenous mind says, wow, just because someone is diagnosed with hypertension, they will always be forever dependent on the hyper on blood pressure medication. And I didn't believe that. Then I learned that for every little one peso, let's just say one dollar medication, it's really just 10 cents. That's the cost. And yet we're selling it for who knows, $10. I said, that's too much money. And people like again from my country and many other countries cannot afford to pay that much. I thought at first it's a bad thing. It's a good thing because then we were forced to go back again to our local healers. So that's again my self-care. Before I go to any Western medicine or those who think they know it all, I would rather go to someone who like my grandmother, my mother, my aunt, my friends coming from another country, telling me stories like people like almost a lot of people, and even in America, when they're raised by their grandparents, they know so much about local things. Like, why is that so important, that self-care is important? Because we have so many passion. We, we like to make a change. We like to add values. And, and 
it's a hard battle. But if you're healthy, nothing. No one can destroy you or discourage you or make you so fearful. And in one of my conversations with a podcaster, one of my guests, we were saying that, how come certain countries are so fearful? I guess maybe their gallbladder and liver are so messed up. And in ancient medicine, every organ has that emotion. And yes, back again to that source that we become again, we just happen to have all different names for different religions, different gods. But the bottom line is we're all seeking, we have some belief that there is the source, there is that infinity. So again, if that creation happened from the very beginning, it never stops. So that means this powerful creation can go on and on. What's that? Till the cows come home. So they said. And then, so that is important. So, and that infinite communication and consciousness, again, is, you know, uh, communicates, as we said, the mushroom uh, absorbs water a lot. Our body is 99.9% .9 water molecule. So our water intake for people who are, you know, just keep drinking water. We're not going to talk about what type of water because that's a whole different conversation. But we do need to pay attention to water because even water, the powers to be are messing with our water. Okay? They're messing with our drinking water. They mess with the soil, with the ground, all the water. From, and then it affects the plants, everything, okay? And again, you know, learning from indigenous tribes, go and search and look at the Dogon tribe, in, indigenous ancestral tribe in Africa. If they learn so much before technology, we have the power to learn that. And look at the, what we're doing now with activity. We're mostly sitting down. We were made with limbs, with arms, legs, move around to make a sprint. So go and sprint every now and then when you're so pissed off with everything that you're hearing, go sprint, come back, sprint, come back and do that. And with that mask, what does it remind you? Breathe, do some intentional breathing exercises. Again, there's so many kinds there. There's so many things. The Wim Hof breathing is very popular. There's a lot of Ayurvedic breathing, but do that. You want to wear your mask, do so, but you better. You better do double time in your breathing exercises. Again, till the cows come home, okay? So, and I said, be proactive. Find your community, all right? And that's mostly what I can think of because that's what I feel is so restricted. All of us, most of us who are here right now came out of there, of our, of our uh, cocoon to podcast because as Harmut said, it's about creation. We created this podcast so we can connect with you. We can express ourselves and you too. Thank you for texting us. Thank you for messaging us. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. And I will share what Arzu said because Arzu, Mount Arzu Mountain Spirit. She's an indigenous healer herbalist from Central America. And she says, deepen and develop our connection to Mother Earth and Father Son. 
Dogon, Dogon, look at all their, their um, uh, documentary films. Dogon honors the father-son and said they're trying to de-indigenize us and move us further and further away from powerful medicines that are inherent in nature. Let's not allow that to happen, okay? And so it makes me sad when I see someone who's very passionate and they end up in the hospital. Now is the time for us, like six of us, and for you guys listening, if you have something powerful to do, to share, please do an empowering self-care. That's it for now. My love to you. <laughs> now I move it. I move it to Roy. Thanks, Grace. Um, I suppose what I want to discuss is a lot of the times we're expecting others to help us and make the change. And a lot of the times we're relying on a certain politician to be elected thinking that's going to make the change that we need. But if you look back over the last hundred years, that's never really happened. So what you have to do is you have to look internally and look after yourself first. So a lot of people are stressed at the moment. They're stressed with what's going on. Some people, they're only waking up over the last six, eight months. Others, they know for 20, 30 years what's going on. If we look at the pharmaceutical industry, Smith Klein Beecham, they they were fined 3.6 billion for backhanders. When I researched the pharmaceutical industry, Ireland has every single one of them because of a tax dodge. They're supposed to pay 12.5% corporation tax. They don't, right? But when I asked the top consultant which ones don't get backhanders, they all do, right? So these are the Pfizer's. These are the Merck, the whole lot of them. The ones that Hartmann previously spoke about. We know where they came from. Operation Paperclip. The, all the Nazis went to America. Then they went into the pharmaceutical industries. And now you want to trust these companies to actually inject you. The doctors that are going to be giving you the injection, they get kickbacks. They get kickbacks from the pharmaceutical industry because they want to give you the more expensive drugs. So you must really look after your health. Grace mentioned water. I was uh, given plants lately, water from the tap. They started dying. I don't give myself that water. As you've probably seen from the start, I drink a lot of water. Not only do I put it through a filter, but I put it into an ozone generator. When I give the plant that water, it flourishes. So. You, you survive. Your cells are all water. So make sure that you give yourself top quality water. A lot of people buy water from the shops thinking it's better. Unfortunately, I got a device testing them. A lot of the times your tap water is a lot better. Sometimes because it's the bad boys are actually manufacturing this. So every single thing you do, question it. The masks, some people... You Okay, why are you wearing a mask? You've read it on the newspaper. You've heard it on the news. You've watched CNN. Four corporations own 90% of the media. They're all the bad boys. 
Chris talked about Bill Gates. We've also, somebody else mentioned Monsanto. Bill Gates has half a million shares in Monsanto. Are you going to trust that person? Are you going to trust food from that? So what you have to do is look at every single thing. I have an app and I check every piece of food that I get. I scan the food and I look at the ingredients and it actually tells me. Sometimes you'll see something and it says natural this. So you think you're, you're taking something that's natural and it ends up with a sign saying warning toxic stuff. So I put it back on the shelf. Don't overwhelm yourself with that. But for example, buy toothpaste without fluoride. They're putting fluoride, it's, it's in some states of America, it's in Ireland, unfortunately, and it's in some states, some parts of the UK. So just make sure that you don't have fluoride in your toothpaste. Just constantly research. Do not be relying on other people. Look at yourself and look at all the podcasts that we've got. We're all doing this for free. So a lot of people are being attacked when they're trying to tell the truth. They're saying, oh, conspiracy theorists. Do you think we would dedicate our life to be giving the information out to try to help you because we want a better world. And the one thing you should do is if we're saying something, don't attack us and don't just believe anything that you hear either, but start researching it. Don't research it on BBC. Don't research it on CNN. Start looking at the proper things. Don't go to Google. Google is a bad boy now. Go to DuckDuckGo and there's other ones. But what I would say is look after yourself. Grace mentioned natural. If you're getting sick, you can have uh, oregano and coconut oil. You can get turmeric and honey. Anytime I feel something coming on, I take them. Years ago, I would take antibiotics. I would get sick, sick again, sick again. The same with my children. I don't get sick. So start looking at everything that you do. Listen to podcasts. Support the people that are here. Share and don't attack them because all we're doing is trying to help you. Well, thank you so much. Um, thank you, Ryan. Well, thank you. Thank and you. I will share you all other comments, okay? Because I really want everyone to be heard. And it says, um, are from, and, and more people joined. Thank you for joining us, Emilia. And thank you again, Gabriella. So, Gabriella said, Oh, oh, Deb. Oh. Deb has a, that question for Roy. She said, what's the name of the app, Roy? It's a Polish one, but I'm sure if you go into Apple and just type in something, there's probably one for your own countries. But it's called Zdrowia in Poland. Health. But I, I reckon there's probably, yeah, exactly, health. So I reckon there's ones there. And to be honest with you, if they don't exist, because at, at one stage they were using like soap and everything, and that was taken off. There's a lot of us out there that are trying to make change in the world. So correct, if it doesn't exist, correct. we can make it happen. And, and what I learned is when you, like, if you start, if you find something that you really like, once you start that, all the other follows because is you know, the, the frequency of you wanting to heal yourself that way will come to you, the resources. So Arzu said, we are just laboratory rats for them, the, you know, the chemical industry. And then um, Gabriella said, her husband, my husband read a book, COVID-19, The Great Reset, written by Klaus Schwab, who is the founder of World Economic Forum. And, uh, and it is really very scary. 
Here you find this extreme kind of communist fascist agenda he and his mighty friends are planning to the world. I thought my husband was exaggerating, but he says our future is an, a utopic society where humans are connected to computers and thoughts are read by the government, where there will be no property, where everything will be facilitated by a central government, where digital money will be the norm that is the reset. Can you imagine this megalomanic idea to connect human consciousness to a machine? And many of my friends think nothing is wrong, nothing wrong is happening. I'm very afraid that they're going to make the vaccine obligatory. They're talking in the news about privileges for those who get the vaccine. And Peg, Peg made a comment She's also um, a holistic practitioner. And one of the solutions she said is grow your own. Okay, okay. and be careful with your seeds though. Okay, <laughs> you grow your own, be careful with Don't your seeds. Don't get them from Monsanto. <laughs> uh, right, right. So, um, so uh, just we'll continue the conversation. If any of you have a question for, for you know, each other, for ourselves, and then that might, bring more clarity please continue i'm making sure that i don't miss anyone because you know this this podcast is free for all no censoring <laughs> so okay so and as you said develop oh, i i mentioned that De deepen and develop our connection to mother earth chris you want to speak more of you know uh, other things that is happening um yeah we got a couple of days <laughs> Oh, no, <laughs> I know we, we'll do it again next time. <laughs> but it's really time for people to research on their own. He said, don't take our words yeah. on that. The world economic is really perfect uh, place and scary place. But hey, look at that. It's it's right there. It's yeah, right it's open. Even what uh, Gabrielle, I think, was saying about her husband. Um, I have the book myself, the Klaus Schwab, and the, you know the Great Reset and COVID nineteen and all that. I mean, if people at this stage are thinking like, "Oh, COVID nineteen, a coincidence," you know, anything else, a coincidence. These are not coincidences. These have been well generated for decades and hundreds of years. If you want to really go back in time, this is not just something that got planned three or four years ago, like we call it the pandemic, whatever words we want to put in it. But this is something that basically it's like an entry point or a vector this is what they needed to basically fast forward the agenda like they want to. i mean you can go into agenda 21 agenda 2030 you know the fourth industrial revolution uh the great reset they're all nice sugar-coated names the new world order the one percent the list goes on none they're all pretty much the same thing if you follow the paper trail follow the money trail they're all linked to the same people in the background you go back to the big families in the background like the rockefellers like the rothschilds i mean bill gates of course the notorious name that's coming up time and time again well, Bill Gates is only a puppet for, he's a front for these organized, this, these families in the background. And um, that's all he's there for. Um, it makes me laugh sometimes about these people that come out and they say, oh, Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates, you know, they're the top two richest people in the world. And uh, I think Elon Musk now, of course, is up to number four. So all these people in the last eight or nine months have collaborated massive, massive amounts of wealth through all this, of course. But the thing that makes me laugh is like, if you've got Elon Musk's wealth, if you've got Bill Gates wealth, if you got um, anybody else's wealth, and uh, Jeff Bezos from Amazon, and collaborated them all together, it would be only little grains of sand compared to the wealth that the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and these banking indices and these families that have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years 
So it's nothing new, but I mean, that's another massive topic to get into. I could have gone to Event 201. I went to the WHO is a very interesting one. Um, just briefly on it for people who, most of you will probably know yourself, but people who are listening in, is the Director General of the WHO, um, Ted Ross Adnam. You know, he joined it, I think it was 2017 he joined it. But if people actually research his history, going back into Ethiopia, where he came from, and the crimes against humanity, and the stuff that he's done, like, I mean, pretty much genocide, his own people over there. He was involved in a, a terrorist organization over there, and he was one of the highest ranking members. And people think it was a bit of a conspiracy theory. Well, it's not, because it's actually still on the American database today. The organization that he was involved in are still on the Americans' books today as a terrorist organization on their watch list. So he got out with that. So you have basically, you know, he, he covered up uh, at least three cholera attacks at the time as well. Um, anybody that had a dissonant voice, he followed and chased them down. I mean, when it goes on and on, his crimes and his humanity record is absolutely insanity. If people are to go back through his own history before he even came into the World Health Organization itself, of course, years ago before he ever came into WHO, he was massively uh, in cahoots with Bill Gates again. I mean, everything just simply just goes back to Bill Gates time and time again, which is, like I said, is the front for the cult itself. But um, if, if you're if you're talking about uh, Ted Ross himself, um, you know he he does he's he's the only I think since the WHO started in the in the late forties, few years after the war, I think it was forty eight or something like that because I think the United Nations started around nineteen forty five. Of course, two organisations by the Rockefellers again, um, unbelievable the ties that that goes back in time. But uh, Ted Ross, of course, is the only guy in the WHO's history that um, isn't actually you know a qualified general practitioner. He's some minor qualification in something else. So he's broke records in that. And this is the guy that like is the so-called world health leader. And, and he's going to sort out all your problems. And with going back into the history, just br briefly spoke on there because it's quite elaborate to actually get into it all. And I don't have enough time to get into this particular podcast. But um, and of course, the number one funder, to us, as we know, to the WHO is the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So every time Ted Ross pretty much talks, it's, it's Bill Gates talking as to what's what's going on. It's, I mean, the, the dot connecting. My my idea was just coming on tonight was basically just to open a few people's eyes and and say like you know, do not simply like revert back. Do not believe everything you hear. Do not everything you believe, hear, read, and see. Just please go do your research. Like I've been researching for at least fifteen years and all this kind of stuff. So when the pandemic came around, I smelled a rat straight away. When people are kind of going around, oh, I'm not sure, it could be this, and we better keep a distance from people. Like I still, obviously, like I said earlier, I will never, ever take a vaccine, be it a flu vaccine or any other vaccine got to do with that kind of nonsense. Um, like the things makes, I never wore a mask. I never will get tested. I will not do any track and traces. I will do nothing got to do with that. And anywhere doesn't accept cash either, um, I'll just walk out with our premises. Um, I'll always, king is, cash is king and should always stay that way as well. Um, but that's what I want to kind of say just, just in that alone is to make people aware that these organizations, you know, they're acting like as if they're acting all independently, but actually the front for all other organizations in the background. They're a board member of this or a director and manager or something else, and they're all linked and they're all who's like the Event 201 and uh, Davos, like where the real stuff gets um, dealt with, the billionaires club like. That, that, that is what really um, answers things year to year, what goes on in there. And Klaus Schaub, of course, being the founding member for 50 years, I think they're celebrating this year. So he's around a long time. This has been in the making a long time. And it goes into where they want to take you, you know, in the next couple of years, the transhumanism and all this stuff as well. The vaccines is a massive, massive, massive area that they want to get into for that as well. It's a depopulation. It's a cull. And when people start talking about, you know, oh, it's a mad conspiracy theory. Well, it's actually not. 
So it's just people being ignorant and not actually doing their own proper research. And like Roy is tipped on, you know, don't be watching the CNNs, don't be watching, don't be up the rags and newspapers in your local store. Just actually go off and do your own independent research. I'll always strip back a few layers as to what it is. And 99.9% .9 of the time, I always find the dots. I love dot connecting. And it's very fascinating area to get into as well. And, and it opens people's eyes. And stuff I've been talking about, RFID chips, like, you know, six, seven, eight years ago or more, I've been talking this kind of stuff. And back then, I was telling people in advance what's going on. And it wasn't advertised anywhere. And it was getting no mainstream attention. People said, you're mad. Then about two or three years later, of course, all that's only one area. And it started to come into the mainstream. As soon as it hit the mainstream, the amount of phone calls and texts the guys goes, Jesus Christ, that stuff you said there about two years ago. It's actually in the mainstream. I'm like, all right, because you need to hear from the mainstream to believe it because I, you know, because I found out two years previous, I can't, it can't be true what I'm saying. But that's just the information on that side of things as to where people should definitely go is, um, you know, and a lot of stuff maybe on the podcast to talk about as well is, is basically all I got to do with this because I just felt like, right, when this COVID nonsense came in, I thought, right, this is it. I, I've so much information for a long, long time. I need to reach the masses. And I start making videos. I start writing. I, start, I need to start podcasting and connecting with people like yourself and people across the world. And it's just fantastic to get to, like, I feel I'm doing my part. I don't know what else I can do, basically, get the message out there, get the research and knowledge I have, and get it out to as many people as I can as possible. I'm not interested in the labels. People can come up with all sorts of labels all day long. I've had many people asking me, is, you know, it sounds like doom and doom, uh, Chris, or how do you, like, cope day to day? Do you sleep at night, right? I said, I perfectly sleep sound every night. It says, I get up positive attitude every day, get on with my life, as if because... It's like when you know where these psychopaths are actually taking you. The journey's been made out a long, long time ago, so I know what the journey is. So when you know what the end game is, you can you can see the journey, the steps, where they are collaborating along the way, and, and all of a sudden you will connect the dots and realize, hey, this isn't a coincidence. This isn't a, a random event. All of a sudden, these things are actually starting to add up and take us places. So it's just about making the masses aware. But I, I do I do realize quite some time back is that you can't ignorance. Unfortunately, in certain cases, is a choice. And no matter how much facts or how much papers or evidence you put in front of certain people, male or female, they just will not accept it. They're like, well, we better just wear the mask anyway because the government says so. And I don't want people in the shops to be saying, you know, aggravate me and this kind of thing. And I'm going, it's a total deletion of your own sovereignty of a human being. Like some dark suit in the corner is basically saying to you, like, I have ownership over you. Like, I'm sorry, that day is never, ever going to come. I'll go to jail. I do like what you said, uh, Deb, earlier, what Ike said as well. You'll have to take me out, dragging, kicking, screaming. And, and even if the fines do come, let them come. I'm, I'll go to jail for this kind of stuff because it's freedom and is at stake. And the governments don't take away a freedom one day to give it back two or three weeks later. So, you know, it was only flattened the curve, what, nine months ago or so? <laughs> yeah, it's got ramped up massively since. <laughs> and it will get worse, unfortunately. But, um like we come to solutions and what can we do what can we say all we can do at the moment is get as much information out there as possible certain people don't like hearing certain negative information but unfortunately you have to you can't get into a fight unless you actually know what you're fighting about so you have to go through the trenches get a bit barbed wire get stung a bit along the way and realize what this information is about and then you can fully once you're geared up with all the information ammo then you can fully get forward and stuff and uh wake more people up because if people were fully awake or actually knew what they were many people are starting to come on the fence now and some people are kind of taking that leap to go to the other side to kind of say oh, actually what you're saying what actually there's a bit makes a bit of sense and if they realize what is actually going on they can make massive positive changes for their family and their future generation because we're fighting for not just for who's here now but for the generation coming behind us as well so thanks thank you chris because i think you answered george's question which says 
um, how do we mobilize the population to resist? And of course, he has a follow-up comment when uh, um, Harmut was still talking, and he says, isn't this right out of the Nazi playbook of Joseph Goebbels? Anyway, so those are the comments. Um, so you answer that. Um, I want to say something to this. It is very simple. Um, for example, uh, we have in Germany in 1972, there was a movie with the name Metropolis in 1972. And this is the society what they want to have right now. What movie is it? Metropolis. Metropolis. Metropolis, and uh, so this the the situation with the leftists or with the communist mind. It doesn't matter how long he exists in another world. He wants to go left the whole time. He wants to live in a communist uh, world, and this is I don't know how they trigger this, but they but this is a trigger, and this is the problem. They want to establish a socialist world in today. And they planned it for so long, and this is um, and and the situation with the with the Klaus Schwab and uh, the Global Reset is that the the prototype in this world is China, and they want to implement China in the rest of the world. At the moment, we have the problem here in Germany that they that China is buying all companies in the middle class. You know, they have. Um, in the last four weeks, the the executive, the CEO of the of the foundation for the middle class economy, died in a car accident in the in the Bentley, which is nearly impossible to be dead. Then uh, the, the the vice parliament, uh, mm -hmm. the vice parliament CEO um, uh, officer died, and also the the foundation of the restaurant and hotel foundation in Germany had an accident last week. And and the guests and the, and the restaurant, the restaurant and the, the hotel foundation. The this is one third of the total economy of Germany. And they wanted to implement, and he wanted to support the owner in a lawsuit against the government in October, and now he is dead. Thank you. And so let me share you again other comments, okay? Because. Um, we are not alone, so I'm going to share you. <laughs> so they need, the Arzu says, they need bigger numbers of cases to make the vaccine mandatory. Say, so can't do the without test results. Stop getting tested. That's the solution. Ah, oh, watch out. Watch. Uh, stay tuned with us for next week because we'll, we'll talk about about this testing, okay? <laughs> but and said, Peg Peterson says, I'm much more afraid of the vaccine than of COVID and let me get the virus and then develop cross immunity. That's fine. Be poisoned with a hydrogel and nanobots, no way. And and for those of you, by the way, um, viewers, if you're having difficulty of connecting, just keep trying. We have the Facebook, but anything can happen, <laughs> but just keep trying. And I'm, you know, I'm just keep watching if you're connected and if you could, have some comments for us, okay? So, great. I just like to jump in very quickly and say, you know, to everybody listening out there, I am a listener as well, right? So, one of the things I always ask, and I even asked it of Grace, is like, what can we do? 
what can we do? And that's how this part, this group actually came to being. And I was saying, you like the perfect person to put this together. <laughs> but I think it kind of separates into a few different categories. And I'd just like to kind of recap what I've heard, which is, you know, from Grace, uh, myself is generally like self-care, self-love, the community, the healing, the natural plants and natural, you know, natural immunity and natu natural stuff, okay? Then from, you know, from Anna, she's more like, you know, bringing, bringing to light who, how to address the government and keep writing to your sponsors and um, this is what I've, I've taken from it. And don't be afraid to stand up for, well, really like having your voice removed by abuse, by condemnation, by criticism and etc. And then Chris and Roy and Harmut are on the side of information, information. And when people say to me, you know, get informed, don't just list, don't just accept my words, Brett, just get informed. Well, one of the things that I do, and I have to say that what's crucial for surviving this warfare is to trust my instinct, my intuition. And I have heard, I've never heard your podcast, Chris, but I'm going to be following it and reading and listening, I mean, watching, you know, all of the previous, the previous podcasts. And Roy, amazing, Harmut, amazing. I just think that if you find your people, your tribe, like these people, we're online, you know, we're, we're binary, we're binary buddies, but we're still, if it rings true for you and it resonates with you, then go deep into their podcasts, you know, that's what I do. And then the question that, what's his name asked was like, you know, how can we, um, uh, something the masses, how can we, what was it, Grace? Oh, what, how can we mobilize? Mobilize the populace. Mm -hmm. And I think that first these guys are saying, get the information, catch up, and then start discussions. You know, call Chris, ask him, like, let's have a, uh, here's my people, let's have a, let's have a round table. Because I think that these are very, very helpful. I don't feel so alone. I feel more informed as well. And, you know, I bring what I can bring, but these guys bring a lot, a lot too. And um, it's, it, it, together we can tribe. it's a tribe, you know, and we can move forward because what else, what are we gonna do? We're just gonna resist? No, no, no. I think there's more and, and what, uh, was it Royal Harmut, like the creativity and spirituality, you know, do not lose your creativity. Paint, draw, doodle, put your hands in some dough, whatever, and slap it on your head and make a crown. <laughs> so, Deb, uh, can I just comment again on the Freedom Angels? Because they have, um, so www.freedom-angels.org is the organization that you can fill out a form and they'll connect you with your local group. And then you can mobilize on that state local level with other people who will show up to rallies, who will, um, you know, just be heard at least peacefully protesting. Say you know, one more time, Anna. Oh, w can you? I'll type it in. W oh, www. Freedom. Uh, hyphen. Angels. Dot org. Got it. 
It's in yep, the chat you can now. Sign up there. That's not my organization. Uh, that's just the most helpful one I found. And um, like I said, I've just been kind of following it on the state level. Um, all these, um, you know, resolutions that keep popping up randomly, like remove religious exemption. Then all of a sudden we have coronavirus. Yeah. And it's just like, hold on, what? <laughs> and if it, if it doesn't make sense, question it, research it, mm -hmm. and um, just be be mindful of what you're putting into your body. Be mindful of the energy and the surroundings. Like, are you, um, I don't know, just, it's it's hard for me to, it, I, I gotta say the self-care is number one for me also. Mm -hmm. So I can only limit myself to a, a certain amount of um, information at a time. And um, I just, it is really stressful when you feel like, you know, you're an outsider. So just kind of stick to your crew and um, just don't lose faith in to what you believe and don't let other people bully you into believing a certain thing if it doesn't make sense. If it doesn't make sense, question it and research it. Have that discussion. Meaningful discussion is what we're doing here. We're not causing any riots and burning down buildings to be heard. We're um, just honestly talking about things that don't make sense. So I just say, <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I just want to say two things. I, uh, I just, just two things. Uh, really just want to what, what Hartman said actually a few minutes back as well is for people listening that um, he's right exactly what he said is um, China is a blueprint for the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. And one key area that people can look into if they haven't heard that about already is China's social credit score system. It's a very, very valuable, interesting topic that people need to really take heed of because a lot of people come to me and say is that bloody if i hear conspiracy theory one more time i'm going to jump out to the window it's like it's where they're telling you exactly um what they're going to do and what their plans are okay so just because china's off over there it's not near us it's that china's bad things just happened there but it's not happening in america or europe trust me they are the blueprint that's coming across the west and have been for some time now and one last point is basically on the the health things and vaccines and all this stuff as well is People like lately, you know, they come out with 90 plus percent oh, effective from Pfizer, uh, Moderna 94.6 or 95 percent roughly. People are forget everybody is talking to me about this thing. And one people that never comes into the conversation, which is valuable to what we spoke about as well, is people are totally forgetting about the actual enormous power of our own immune system. That even if you believe this so called, you know, hoax, pandemic, whatever terminology you want to put in it, that you're you have at least a 99.98 or 98 percent chance of survival. So 90, 90% and 95%, I'm sorry, mate, you still haven't come to 99.9%. You know, exactly. so why would you, why would you put toxic shit into your body that will transform your body massively over time with the stuff and the chemicals and the crap that's into that? And maybe for another podcast and get more into the vaccines and what's in them and what goes on inside as well. And I'm sure Anastasia and, and others will want to as well. But just wanted to round off on those two little bits as well. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Yes, um, I want to say, I want to give an advice how to um, reach masses of people or how to reach to someone. Um, I saw James Bond, I, I love James Bond movies. <laughs> and um, interesting is, is you have a bad guy in James Bond and this bad guy is full of power and works very precisely, very precisely. And interesting thing is, it's only we see only that bad guys work very precisely, and we have to get in our power 
by working precisely as well. If we work precisely, if we work, if we work with precision, in that moment we work with facts. And with facts, we can, or if we work with precision, we get the facts which we need in order to, to convince people. Because we can do it only, or we cannot do it only with um, with sentence like "you idiot, you cannot, you can't take the vaccine; it's dangerous." Yeah, no one will listen to this. Yeah, but if you have some background information, it will say, "Okay, come on, calm down. Look, if you take this mRNA vaccination, this is a messenger. This is a messenger vaccination, which is put in a suitcase. It goes in your body, in your system." Your immune system cannot reach it. You, it cannot. It, it cannot analyze it. So, it, so this suitcase goes directly in your mRNA, and then it opens, and then you, this virus is in your cell, in your in your cell, and change your RNA. What don't you understand in this place, on this case? Yeah, and this is this is the moment where the people can start to think about it. You don't need to talk about vaccine. You don't need to. You don't need to talk about the COVID. You don't need to talk about the mask. You only have to focus on the vaccination. That this vaccination is never used. That this vaccination is not tested with animals because the animals which were tested nearly died. But this, <laughs> I couldn't tell. Um, uh, so focus on the vaccination so that, so that the people have this in mind for the future. And in that moment, their minds start to work. Don't go on masks. Don't say this, this makes no sense because in that moment, because they are in fear. Yeah, this is what I want to tell. Thank you. So, um, yes, this is the kind of topic that, if I remember it correctly, when I was in the Philippines, this is the topic that I don't have to sleep. And it, I could just go on and on and on and talk about these things. Uh, but we're going to wrap up shortly, unless there's anyone who would tell us, stay, stay, and maybe we'll stay, and maybe uh, some of us may sign off, <laughs> okay? Because, you know, like Deb needs to go, and Anna, yeah. and, you know, there people are were coming from all over the world. So any more wrap Thank you, guys. Great talk. Thank yeah, you. And, and thank you all for the support. And uh, see, okay. Are we all signing off together? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Bye. God bless. In my language, I say mabalos. Take care of yourself. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. Bye bye.